This is the Love That Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. Hello, 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 Eric Reanimator here, and yes, this is the Love That Album podcast. Only this time it's going to be just me, and we're going to be experimenting here with what might start out as bonus episodes, but might become regular episodes down the road as things go on. As you may have heard in the intro, this is a compilation edition. When Morris floated the idea of me doing some bonus episodes, I wanted to do something a little bit different, something that was related to what we already do on Love That Album, but was a little bit different. Hopefully this is going to be a uh, change of pace from things, and probably going to wind up somewhere between a full episode and the uh, Album That I Love segments that I do. I'm going to say right now I'm going to try and keep these around half an hour to make them short and sweet and hopefully to the point. I'm going to play highlights from songs, but not full songs, from the various compilation albums that I'm going to be covering. Compilations are kind of the bastard child of the LP. They offer the various listeners various different things. In the case of soundtracks, they are obviously music that was used in a movie. In the case of scene compilations, they give you a picture of the sounds of a time and place. In the case of a label compilation, it gives you an idea of what labels are putting out. For this first episode, we're going to be talking about the three volumes in the compilation series, Songs the Cramps Taught Us. Now, this is a type of compilation that has popped up, I'd say, in the last five to ten years that showcases the influence on a band or an artist. To my knowledge, this goes back to probably the 80s with the Cramps. It has become more popular, like I said, in the last 10 to 15 years, where we start seeing compilations curated by artists showcasing the singles, songs, and bands that inspired them. One of the reasons to start with Songs the Cramps Taught Us is because, quite frankly, the Cramps were musical archaeologists. They dug through the crates, they discovered lost, forgotten songs, regional hits, oftentimes covered them or appropriated parts of the songs in their own compositions. This seems to have been a common practice for young punk bands in the 70s and into the 80s, bands that had yet to learn how to write material or were able to to maybe write and learn a couple of songs but didn't have enough to fill out a set. Oftentimes they'd go back and cover show tunes or garage rock tunes. And in fact, this does go back to the garage rock era where a lot of what we now refer to as garage bands were covering each other. They were covering songs from the 50s. They were doing their Buddy Holly cover and their Bo Diddley cover. Louie Louie is probably the prime example of a garage rock era song that was actually a cover of an earlier song and then later covered by a lot of punk bands and incorporated into their sets. I'm sure there's some kids in a garage somewhere today that are learning Louie Louie to fill out a half-hour set for a basement show. In the case of the Cramps, what they did is they dug out these tunes and they infused them with their own punk energy and their own warped fetish 1970s, 1980s B-film aesthetic and style. As a result of the renewed interest in a lot of these songs, fans wanted to hear the originals and see how different or similar they were. And of course, where there's a demand, somebody's going to come up with a supply. 
A lot of these originals were short-run pressings of obscure 45s that became super collectible. A few of these songs were by major artists and would wind up on their compilation albums or greatest hits packages and could be found pretty easily. Songs by Roy Orbison, Ricky Nelson, Bo Diddley, Paul Revere and the Raiders were all at least accessible. Also tunes like The Crusher by the Novas and The Trashman's Surfin' Bird along with The Phantom's Love Me were all available on various compilations, whether they were from Rhino Records or any KTEL or any number of novelty outlets. But somewhere along the way, somebody saw a market opportunity and started issuing compilations of the songs that the Cramps had covered or repurposed. I believe the first set of series was known as the Born Bad series, and those came out in vinyl. There have been others along the way, but for my money and to my mind, the best, most comprehensive, and most interesting has been the songs the Cramps taught us. The title is a riff on the Cramps album songs the Lord taught us. For those who don't know, maybe I should talk a little bit about the Cramps themselves. Formed in the 1970s, they uh, started off as part of the CBGB punk scene in New York City, and then later moved to Los Angeles in the 80s, which, if you think about it, is really fitting for reflecting where that decade was as far as both movies and music went. If you listen to any of the film podcasts in the community, I love that album is attached to, especially the GGTMC, Silva and Gold, you will hear a lot of discussion about how the gritty 1970s turned into the sunshiny and still kind of gritty, but in a different neon-clad way, Los Angeles. The Cramps first found fame with a sound that was tagged as Psychabilly. Now, there is a UK Psychabilly sound that was basically punk rock, plus Rockabilly. So hopped up covers of early Elvis, uh, Gene Vincent, and Eddie Cochran style music. While the Cramps were definitely uh, Rockabilly revivalists and did play Rockabilly tunes, they were also pulling out old country tunes, old garage rock tunes, rock and roll from the 50s, surf music, and anything that caught their ear. For example... Cry their troubles away And they call it Lonesome town Where the broken hearts stay You can buy Day. Working every day and not getting much pay. I got a big guy, a counter, it's a pretty good rig. When the needle starts clicking, it's the way I'm gonna dig. Money, money, honey, the kind you fold. Money, money, honey, rock and roll. Break it in, paint it up like hay. Have a rocking good time and throw it all away. That was Dean Carter with his hyperactive take on Jailhouse Rock, followed by Ricky Nelson and Lonesome Town. And then 
Warren Smith and Uranium Rock, just to kind of give a feel for the type of music we were talking about. And all of those are on the compilation. Obviously, everything I'm going to be playing is from the compilations. Uh, three volumes, they each have about 30 songs on them. Uh, actually, they have really good, extensive liner notes that uh, talk about each song and where it came from. Uh, really great cover art, too, of the uh, kind of 1950s pulp uh, horror anthology or uh, pulp magazine or famous monsters of filmland, that kind of style covers. And then inside they have photos of the artist and little write-ups and pictures of the, uh, the labels from the original singles. And that, that's another part of uh, talking about compilations here. Is there's a lot of great music that came out as a single or a 45 or on an EP that don't really qualify as a full-length album. And so we miss talking about them because they are singles. And additionally, before about 1964, 1965, an album was merely a collection of singles for the most part, at least in the rock and roll world, which is why maybe we haven't talked about Buddy Holly or Eddie Cochran or Elvis even on Love That Album. Alright, so I think I'm going to keep this first episode a lot shorter than what I hope the uh, subsequent ones are going to be. And you know, I'm thinking that I might actually pair uh, two compilations or two soundtracks or talk more extensively if I'm talking about a box set. Also going to try and see if I can get somebody to uh, come in and talk about compilations with me. So 
please, any feedback you have would be greatly appreciated. We're going to leave now with my favorite song off of the songs the Cramps taught us. This is Sheriff and the Revels with Shamlador. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.